0: Get Heavy Podcast, hosted by Craig Casamas and John Scheimer.
1: What, um... I'm good. Things are good. You know, just I- kind of figuring out what's going on next, you know, like, just, um... Luckily, people have been coming in to record. You know what's going on. Yeah, Keeping me busy enough, because yeah. obviously we can't get out there and do any touring or playing and shit like that. So
0: I know, man. So, I, I see this, that
1: you just got back from New
0: York. Where were you? In New York last week?
1: Yeah, so, <sighs> kind of a random trip. Oh. Um, my buddy Camilo, you know that dude? He was doing the comedy shit. Yeah. He called me, so it's funny in the last two weeks i've been we we're i was in seattle with my girlfriend for her best friend's wedding mm-hmm. and while i was hanging out with my buddy sean you remember sean cisneros you know that dude yeah oh yeah yeah for sure yeah, he, yeah. he's up in portland anyway yep. he had a really bad breakup with his chick and oh we all heard about it we all heard about it man <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah. i told him I was like dude come just fucking come meet us in <laughs> seattle Someone Jesus save Christ. him! I know. <laughs> I love, I love we,
0: him. We, I love Sean to De death, but yeah, yeah,
1: dude, I went to high school with that guy. He was my little brother, you know, like a yeah. little annoying yeah. brother. I never, I call him my little annoying brother. I never wanted right. He 100%. pissed, but, you know, I have a few. I have a true. few of those. Yeah, most
0: of them end up being Me, bandmates. I don't know how that works, but
1: well, yeah. you know. <laughs> so while we're up there with him, you know, like the last night we were there. We're just drinking all day, whatever, tequila shots, everything, mm-hmm. doing the thing at this little bar. And I get a call from Camilo. He's like, Bro, I'm fucking going to New York. Shane Mack hit me up. Now I'm going to Philly to hang out with Shane Mack for the weekend. Bro, it'd be amazing if you came, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, because I haven't seen Shane since he moved away. Right. Like four, four years ago or whatever. Right. So I drunkenly look up plane tickets and they're only $120 round trip to I Philly
0: Flying's cheap right now man <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it was Christina's birthday like that was like that week so I was like alright happy birthday let's go we're going to New York and Philly right so we went out there for the weekend spent two nights in Philly hung mm-hmm. out with Shane and his chick and we got a couple hotel rooms and you know broke all the laws you know people say don't go anywhere don't do anything but
0: yeah.
1: I don't know man like fuck well, it's I mean, you mask enough. up, you I...
0: fucking do what you can.
1: How was traveling oh, yeah. during
0: Corona? You know what I mean? Like, how was the flight? How was it? What's the vibe like?
1: Just you know, you keep your keep your mask on. They don't give you any booze or anything on the plane anymore. Yeah, you barely get like a little fucking cookie and a little ration some for a five hour you know? flight. Yeah, yeah, but you know, mostly they they keep um you know, there's never well, it's not supposed to be three people sitting in the you know they are supposed to have one seat in between but on the way out there it was actually pretty packed and they had all the seats full
0: oh wow yeah
1: but you know you just got to keep your mask on the whole time and Mm. just do do the thing and they claim Mm -hmm. that they're cleaning everything all crazy and doing their thing and actually somebody told me recently that uh getting infected on a plane now is like Less likely than get struck by lightning because of all the filtering and shit that's going on. on I the mean, airplanes. they filter the
0: fuck out of the air on those cabins. I mean, that's yeah. For sure. So as, as long anything. as they're keeping up on that shit, it's probably all right. I took a flight at the beginning of Corona to Texas for some training for work, and it was yeah. definitely odd. I mean, you know what I mean. But the pe- the flight was pretty packed. That I still had the seat in between, but mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they were. It was it was a different vibe, dude. I mean, even at the yeah. The airport was melt. You know what I mean. I've never seen. You just you don't see that. You know what I mean. So when you get to New York, how's New York? I mean,
1: that it's, was it's the nice thing about everything, dude. It was chill. You know, like there's no big crowds anywhere. Right. Um, you know, we got there. So we we left we left Philly on a Sunday and we rented a car and we drove and we like hit the Jersey Shore and like mm. a bunch of little stops. We found that the the place. Camilo's super into like uh Kevin Smith shit and like oh okay. went. they have a comic book store someplace in Jersey yeah we yeah. went we went and found the the convenience store that from clerks you know <laughs> yeah and, like did, awesome. <laughs> did a little scene from there you know just yeah. stupid shit like that at Jersey Shore House and like mm-hmm. all this stuff you know so yeah. by the time we got to New York it, it was kind of in the evening and we tried to go out we went to Times Square and did that thing at night and But by the time we're like, let's get a drink, you know, none of the bars were open. So I think they're closing at still 10 or 11. So we didn't really like, you know, it was just like, get some pizza. We just walked around the next day. We were there all day. And we just Mm -hmm. did the walking thing and did all the touristy shit that I've never done before. See, and that's the thing is like, it's it's nice.
0: Yeah, because when we're on tour, you're on tour fucking nine months out of the year. You don't get to do shit, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, it's like I've been to New York five fucking times, but only once have I <laughs> yeah. ever, like, done the New York thing. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's weird, yeah. man. Yeah, I've so never it's nice been in front shit. of the
1: Empire State Building. Or, right. Yeah, yeah. So, and with less people around, too, so that's kind of yeah. nice. Yeah, You know, oh, it's, it's cool, it's, man. It was a it's nice, like, This is the time for trip. people that are just, yeah, yeah. So, it's good to be back, and I think that's it for a while i don't think anything else is happening
0: well know, i mean it, until... according to everyone else the fucking risk the world's shutting down i mean you see europe shutting down again and you know all that I know, stuff you know it's so like crazy fuck, man. man i mean we're not going to be out of this till i read some statistics that like on past pandemics and there you know everyone was saying like it's 18 months it's 18 months before it it tears through the world population and really starts to mellow out you know what i mean regardless of her herd immunity or whatever you want to call it you know what I mean? Before it really, starts, yeah, yeah. like, dying out finally, you know what I mean? Or get, becoming part of the normal fucking plethora of, of diseases we're exposed to every day, you know?
1: But, right, I don't know, man. It's yeah. been insane, you know? Uh, but, well, I know that I'm you've been, uh, like, I'm sorry. No, I'm just, I, I'm just not, I'm just not worrying about it. I'm not keeping my hopes up that anything's going to happen anytime soon as far as, like, getting out there. You know, taking enjoying the time off and really working on the studio and doing a bunch of shit here that I've been wanting to do for years. Finally, right. fix you know wiring wall <laughs> things and mm-hmm. painting and redoing shit. You know, it's like oh wow, been here for ten years and I haven't done this little wired this panel up on this wall and finally you know yeah. I did shit like that.
0: Well, the studio is looking great, man. so I mean, you know that's nice. It's 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 rad that like because yeah. you're you are part of the like independent contractors that you know and and a part of music that just gets completely fucking forgot about you know what i mean like you know obviously we know how important engineering is and recording and all that stuff it's such a major part of our industry but when you think about musicians out of work which obviously you are with being a night demon your fucking touring schedule i'm sure is smashed to nothing like you don't people forget that there's like you know people like you that have made their whole entire living off of Fucking recording and being available for people, you know what I mean, and you know, yeah, when, yeah. When you're sure. doing that, it's like it's got to be insane because you're like, not only are you watching your one ever stream of revenue from playing music to dry up, you're watching your actual fucking stream of revenue dry up. On top of that, you know, it's crazy. I, I
1: yeah, guess, you know, no, for sure, it was definitely worrisome at first. You know, then kind of, you know, first few months was a little weird, but then people were. Kind of testing the waters' like, hey, so are you doing stuff? I'm like, I'm here, let's go you know like I'm like if you're worried about distance, I got a big space you could stay away from me, go in the other room, whatever right. just yeah. come and record, come on
0: right right but
1: you know luckily like when they they added that extra you know when they did the unemployment thing they added like the independent contractor part yeah, like that saved my ass because totally. before that I was like, fuck, wow, this is gonna be rough I don't know what we're gonna do. It'd be
0: yeah. nice if they uh, fucking did it. Because
1: like, even right? like we, even what we, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. It's like, well, if you're gonna keep us here, you're not gonna let venues. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going on. You know, like they did some. There's something they tested in Germany. Did you see that? Like a festival kind of thing. Like a.
0: Oh really?
1: Ah, it's just I don't know. Dustin was telling me about it yesterday, and like an outdoor kind of thing. It's Like you know, they got to check. Yeah. And but there's all these requirements, man. Like going in, you know, like to get in the test, you have to first of all be tested, which is fine, one thing. If and they, they have it, everybody's temperature. If they have it, yeah. and like there's a tracker thing, and like all this crazy shit. It's like, dude, who's gonna want to do all that crap? Just we might as well just wait till it's fucking done over yeah. with, and just you know, fuck. It's like yeah. I get the effort. That's fine. It's like the live streaming thing which we tried to do <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah it's yeah. cool it's fun to do but you know that's not going to replace that shit there's no way it's definitely
0: not man the one thing i can say is that it felt really good to play you know what i mean like you know and i'm sure night demon's done something like this already but it felt really good to even play even at that even that it was in your studio and god only knows you know we ended up having a couple hundred <laughs> views on the thing but you know what i mean but it was like right. you know um it just felt good to play you know what i mean and that's what you forget how you know why we do this you know what i mean first of all it's, mm-hmm. we like doing we like playing music for ourselves because it does you know it is a part of if you're anything like me that shit gets my demons out you know what i mean <laughs> all that stuff i have to i have to write riffs or i will kill th- something you know what i mean um not all the time yeah yeah you know, the, i have to that turn release, knobs
1: and like record shit or else i'm gonna
0: Crazy. fucking freak out <laughs> totally yeah um so yeah i mean it is a selfish act that we do but to be able to share your creativity with a group of people and get that immediate response like it's such a massive fucking part of of the of war of the world music's the only thing that transcends political lines and fucking bullshit like ideology and religions you know music is the only thing that fucking crosses all those fucking lines you know, and to lose that is, you know, I'm realizing it's such a massive thing to do right now, you
1: know? Yeah, totally, man. I agree. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've kind of, we haven't done any, the live stream thing, a couple of things have come up, but, you know, seeing how hard it is to actually pull off and make it Mm -hmm. like good and, and like quality, like we want, we want to do, you know, it's like, man, it's a whole thing. So we're just kind of holding off and just we're it's kind of worked out for us anyway because we need to write more shit and we're trying to like finish this album that we've been working on forever Mm -hmm. and if we didn't go if we had gone on all these tours man we wouldn't have the material that we have right now like that will actually be ready to go by like the end of the year so yeah you know it's kind of a blessing and you know we have the other rehearsal place here so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: we're lucky man we but we you know we've we put a lot of work into it and fucking blood and sweat and sleeping on floors for fucking 20 years. And totally, man, you know, I mean, dude, I've been fucking playing in bands for 25 years and I've just had a chance to be on a bus for the first time last year. I know. It's you know, crazy. Yeah.
0: You're like, no. You know? yeah. yeah. It's insane. I know man. some I little mean...
1: fuckers that were, were their first tours are on buses and it's like, fuck you guys, man. You know, well, and it. you know,
0: people don't, get don't, get know like don't know that they don't know that. You know, they think when the band's on tour, especially like a band like Night Demon, which has some serious notoriety and some fucking some real legs under them, they think, oh, hotels every night, you're on a bus, you're fucking blah, blah, blah. And then you go, dude, there's it literally couldn't be furthest from the truth. Like, yeah, yeah, Europe, you get some of that, but like not it's not happening especially in America, dude. Not at all. It's not happening, you know?
1: Well, see, Europe is just like you You just have to like that's its own thing, because if you try to compare Europe to anywhere else, then you're going to just fail because they spoil us over there, man.
0: Yeah. That's why we
1: come back to the States. We're just like, you know, wah, wah, oh, wah. Or, you know what? Yeah. The UK is like that, too. It's like the States, like when we did that last tour before the end of last year over there. Like most of it was in Europe and it was killer, you know, it was like some of the guys on the other band were vegan. So it was like, yeah, vegan spreads, meat spreads, whatever the fuck drinks. We go to London or like England. The first show was like, there was like six bottles of water backstage and like a fucking dark dingy, like dungeon thing with the, you know, this old staircase for fucking three bands, dude. Like two were just like, Oh yeah this is how yeah. it, this, this is super. i remember
0: this i remember this yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy man uh, so like i i'd love to like how i know you've always like i've known you for many many years you've always been an insanely talented musician yeah. but like how did you get into like like recording and playing music like to be able to operate that board is like so beyond my pay scale i get anxiety <laughs> even thinking yeah. about it you know like how did you start getting into that kind of stuff dude
1: uh, I don't know. I guess I just like you know, my dad's a musician, he plays keyboards and stuff, and he's always been like kind of one of those dudes that always would buy all the newest shit and like you know, he always had the biggest bitch in his stereo system and all that shit growing up. Like my uncles used to call him fucking Zoom Zoom because he was like always buying the newest shit and like you know, whether he needed it or not. I mean he's still that way. I tell him all the time, like you buy this thing, it's like you, you use like five percent of this thing but like you don't even know how to use 95 percent of it you know <laughs> you got it just but enough to know best. it that's it you know yeah but yeah. so I think there's a lot of that and then in, in high school uh the band that I got into in Oxnard when I moved out here uh fucking somebody had a little four track you know cassette thing mm-hmm. and we just started fucking around and on and our drummer's garage and I just kind of like oh kind of Caught a knack for it and just never stopped doing it from there, you know. And then it went from the four track to an eight track. Then I got the reel, the reel machine. Like, Mm -hmm. you were in were you in Ox versus Thunderbird, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, you guys re recorded on tape once, yeah, we did. I Um, had our last recording
0: before we broke up, dude.
1: Yeah, I have that tape somewhere. I was thinking about that.
0: Oh, I actually heard uh Manassian has he played the songs for me the other day. And I was like, what the fuck? It was like a nine-minute song. Remember we used your Juno? You know, we were space oh, echoing wow. out. Yeah. <laughs> it was getting... Yeah, and dude. Matt was building that modular synth at the time, remember? It was like... And yeah. you are the... I yeah. mean, is a small community of people. And, like, you are the only motherfucker that really understands that type of shit. You know what I mean? So it was like, Harmon <laughs> yeah. is the man to go to because he's yeah. not going to blink an eye when you tell him you're using a 70s amp. He's not going to blink an eye when you tell him, "Hey, we're in G," you know, <laughs> or whatever. Like right. you know, yeah. like Armand understands like, this shit. You know what I mean? And it's like for years, you know, you've always played like metalish type music and and you know whatever punk and metal and stuff. Yeah, like you really have a broad understanding for that sound and the Sabbath and the fucking all that stuff. You know what I mean? And it's like even at a very, I mean, twenty fucking years ago now, it's like you naturally had that. Yeah. Whereas like. You would go to some other studio where, you know, you start you start wheeling in a full stack, and the guy's like, "No, uh, uh, no, 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 right. no, no." You know, whereas like you embraced our ridiculousness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You made it sound good. Well, I you think know? that's a
1: lot of it. We were also, you know, we were kind of in the same, you know, like school together in a way. You know, like I was still experimenting with shit, and I wanted to hear how to get those crazy big sounds like i heard on all those old recordings that i love and you know i was a huge fan of like the steve albini kind of stuff and all that was a big thing and his thing was like these natural organic sounds and i was always trying to figure out how to get that and i'm still like i still i'm always doubting everything i fucking do man like oh, it's course, always dude. like oh fuck i yeah. should have done this done that you know or i could have yeah. done this better and it's yeah. just crazy it never ends yeah, but well that i mean I you always just,
0: beat yourself up i always beat myself i i mean the tongue yeah, record
1: i mean that's what we sounds do sounds right?
0: incredible i'm fucking i'm probably more happy with the tongue record than i've been with a lot of music i've ever done you know what i mean but i'll yeah, hear dude, shit you guys and don't. go that i did and i'm like fucking moron you know <laughs> like you know like <laughs> bill pointed out to me we got a new guitar player bill benson right and so he's trying to learn yeah, the songs yeah. and he goes, Do you realize that like halfway through the right. song you go from four to five? And I'm like, I had no idea. No I no fu-. You know, what like I'm off. I'm well, like I'm playing on a four, and then all of a sudden when I sing, I'm I'm playing on five now. I'm changing on five oh. rather than and, and <laughs> I'm it? like, Fucking no way, dude. Like, why would I do <laughs> and I listen to it and I'm like, Okay, you're just a moron, dude. you know what I mean? But I remember, would, like,
1: he, he would point that out.
0: Oh, of course, Bill would. Yeah, he's so talented. Dude. But you know <laughs> what? I will. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to fucking tip my own hat. My riffs are kind of fucking him up right now, which is good.
1: <laughs> you know, I feel good.
0: You
1: know, I lost it for a second. Somebody was trying oh, to call me. Anyway, no, all right.
0: Yeah. Good, I, I mean, I, like I said, I, my, my riffs have been kind of fucking him up a little bit, which is making good. me pretty nice. proud, you know, because I'm a moron, dude. You know, what I mean, <laughs> I, well. Nick is like, Nick had to explain to Billy. he's all, he plays on one end. He's one end all the time. I'm like, oh, that's what I'm doing. Oh, okay. You
1: know? But then you're still like, well, what does that mean? You know? I don't know. It's like, I don't, I, you know, I'm in the same way. Like I was never, I took lessons for like a year, you know, when I was first starting out. Mm -hmm. And the minute we started getting into like scales and theory, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is school. Fuck this. Yeah. Just teach me how to play this fucking Megadeth song on this tape, you know? That was my favorite part. Was bringing that sh- bringing the tape in and be like, "Oh yeah. Well, all right, you get to learn a song today. I'll show you a riff, you know." Mm-hmm. So that I quit, you know, and so I never learned the proper shit and the scales. I just kind of figured it out, you know, by listening and I mean, that's I think that's the cool thing about how kind of we grew up when we didn't have the internet where everything was there. And you can learn everything by somebody just showing you like, dude, I had to sit there and listen to that fucking tape and rewind it and go back and go back and try to play, put move my finger around till it sounded right, you know, on the thing. Yeah. yeah and yeah. do that shit for hours. And like, mm-hmm. now you just go on YouTube and it's like, Oh, here's how you do this, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, that's great. I love it now, but in a way, I think it's kind of killing like creativity and, and ear training you know where you can like actually hear notes and stuff without having to you know and having that like you know unorthodox like kind of playing makes you write cool shit that maybe you wouldn't write if you knew that oh i'm playing a fifth over a four and a seventh eighth or whatever pound sign whatever the fuck you
0: know hashtag (laughs) hashtag you're off buddy
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know like dude who cares if it sounds good it's good it doesn't matter i don't care if it's in key or whatever you know I mean, you
0: know it, it's a weird one, man. Because I, I just don't, you know. I, I, I agree with you that, like, when you meet someone that is, like, like classically taught, right? You know what I mean? And understands music theory and all that, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? You can actually probably yeah, make a career no, its... doing that. But I do find that it has the most creative fucking riffs, the most creative songs, the most creative people that you meet. Are the people like me and you that are self-taught, that you know have not been locked into a box, you know, as far as like, yeah. well, this chord goes with this chord, so that's not, you know, what I mean. Like these are your fucking, here's your circle of fifths, and here's this, you know, like us just literally. I mean, I wore fucking Damage Incorporated out like the tape, trying yeah. to figure out bass riffs, and fucking, you know what I mean? Like I literally wore the tape out, like. Whereas, like, yeah. I knew that two minutes in the tape was going to warble really hard, and so I'd have to like, <laughs> <laughs> like, try to, you know what I mean, like,
1: right? Gonna, I think that shit, to like, follow it along, yeah. It
0: just totally like it opens up your creativity and it doesn't lock you into an area. But now, as I'm getting yeah. older, and I understand my style, I understand myself playing music, I understand my my keys that I can work in. Now, I'm wanting to really be able to branch yeah. out. And, and, like, figure out, like, where the fuck am I? You know what I mean? Like, I'll get halfway through something, yeah. and I don't even know what no, fucking I, note I'm on, you know?
1: Right. No, I agree. I'm kind of in the same way, and it's and it's really helped me. Because I kind of got to a point I felt for a while where I kind of hit a wall. And I was like, I, I don't know what else to do of like, writing a solo, you know? It's like mm-hmm. I, only, I only had so many tricks. And that's All when right. I was like, fuck, oh, man. Maybe I should, like, sit with somebody, like, I always wanted to to sit and, like, study with uh, fucking – remember Jake? Jake Bossler, like, Thorn Lord? Oh,
0: yeah, dude, yeah. That
1: madman? Yeah. Dude, because, like – because he's one of those guys that knows his shit, but he's also crazily creative. Yeah. And yeah. writes really cool shit. Yeah. But knows how to do it and knows why he's doing it. See, that's the, like, fine line that you got to find. You know? Yeah, you got to find but it. I always thought of –
0: Harness the chaos. <laughs>
1: rad yeah. to sit with that guy and be like alright dude here's Help. what I know how to do yeah. show me how I can go somewhere else you know
0: yeah but I actually I, I watched Thorn Lord one time right uh, you know and I, re- I already knew that he was like a monster right and Danny obviously is nuts you know and I watched yeah. him warm up and he, all he did was this he fucking finger tapped the Popeye theme song <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck? That's you know what I mean? It was like. <laughs> and I was like, what just happened? dude? Like, that might be the most yeah. complicated <laughs> piece of music I've ever fucking seen. And I had no idea. Yeah. And then he's like. No idea. And we're like, God damn it, man.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, but that's Love how it. he warmed up. He finger tapped the Popeye theme song. You know, and you're like, you have to be out of your fucking mind to like know that. Dude. Like,
1: those are the kind of guys that yeah. I love to watch play, though. You know, so yeah, hundred percent, man. I'm cool, I'm good. That's beautiful. So,
0: um, so obviously, yeah. I mean, Night Demon has been like a insane whirlwind since you stepped into that, right? I mean, um, yeah. And I mean, I know that you said you guys are finally able to start focusing on writing and stuff, but I mean, are you guys just at this yeah. point just starting to? really just push shit back and back and back? I mean, are you guys making plans for 2020 right now or what?
1: I mean, at this point, I think the only thing that's kind of on the books that we have any control over or, or, well, we don't have control over really, but they're saying right at this point is booked. This is like a festival in Europe in July. You know, there was a couple of tours that we were going to try, that we were trying to do this last year that were going to be really, really cool as a really killer lineup. It was going to be us at Band Midnight. I think we're going to do some stuff with Satan at Band 2. And, (laughs) you know, but all that shit just, it's like, okay, next year. But then, you know, now the booking agents are starting to say, well, we don't know. Maybe summer, maybe fall, maybe 2022. And now, you know, some of the bigger bands like Priest and shit are just saying like, ah, 2022, you know. We're going to start up again. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll tell you what, though. The one cool thing that I guess would come out of this is that people are going to be so fucking pumped when it comes back around. Right. It's going to be like babies are born, you know, which I kind of think we needed. We needed a bit of a reset, man, because there's just too much shit out there and too much going on. Like Europe was getting really crazy with all the festivals. Like, dude, it's just every fucking weekend, man. There's like every kind of festival you know, it's like, do you really need a festival that's twenty black metal bands all playing the same fucking kind of thing <laughs> for like three yeah. days in a row? Yeah. Well, yeah. down the street there's a fucking you know traditional metal festival, and then there's you know the you know Doom Fest. It's like, dude, just fucking whoa! It's getting crazy now, and people yeah. are having to like decide, well, what what do I want to really see? You know. Well, so at I don't a certain know, maybe point, it's, it's the kind of off. you're
0: calculating loss at that point because. There are a lot of people like me and you who appreciate all kinds of shit. Like, I don't know what type of, I've never had the benefit of playing any sort of big festival like that. So, but for me personally, yeah. I couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't fucking get me to go to a three day black metal festival you know what i mean like (laughs) like there's no way and i love black metal i mean i really like it it's a great music but you also couldn't get me to go to a three-day doom festival or a three-day fucking wave of british heavy metal like i like when it's a conglomerate of shit you know what i mean so yeah you're right i mean you know some of these people need to peel off and and just kind of like you know learn to gather the resources and make you know a couple big a year but i mean you made a lit you guys are making a living off festival touring circuits right and a lot of people are doing that out there
1: yeah for sure i mean that's definitely where our bread and butter is at you know like we got to a point where we built it up to where you know we can do like headlining tours over there and actually like you know draw a pack a club every night and mm-hmm. dude it's great you know like we invested, we got our own van over there. We bought backline over there. Like we have everything. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, now we can go over there and it's like, all we have to pay for are our flights, you know, and then we can actually come back with some money. And, you know, I mean, that's what, dude, built our studio next door, you know, like right. that's that's all fucking bad money, man. We earned that shit, you know, yeah. and it feels good, but it's scary now that it's like, fuck. So we're trying to find these other avenues, you know, with like doing this podcasting that we're doing and having like a subscriber section, like kind of a subscriber thing. It's like, dude, it feels weird. Like asking people for 10 bucks a month. Yeah. You know, but you know what though? I mean, you know, it
0: is what it is, man. If you're passionate about it and it's really about staying in touch with people at this point, because you don't have the music, you don't have the tour. Hey, see you next summer. So it's like, dude, anything a band can do at this point to keep in touch with their fans, keep the fucking memory yeah. going, keep that, you know, thing going, which is why I loved like what, what you guys did with the seven inch releases or the single releases that you guys did yeah. that series of months. Right. Like that's such a good way. Cause that's me and me and uh, Jarvis talked about that a long time ago. Like how I, I was telling him, like, I don't want to, I don't want to do a record dude. I don't, I want to do yeah. like a couple bangers a year because at this point you're lucky to get two songs on a fucking playlist. You know what I mean from Spotify or what you know, like
1: exactly. You
0: know, people are listening to full albums. You guys have diehard fans. I'm sure they're gonna listen to everything. But to keep yeah. in touch with your fans like that, there's nothing wrong with that, dude. You know.
1: Well, no, and it's like instead of just putting one thing out and then, you know, maybe in two years we'll put something else out or something. Yeah, just keep it new, keep it going, keeps the interest of the band up. You know, because it's like every couple months or something new or. Do an EP every six months or something mm-hmm. like that, and it's easier for us, man. Like you know, like it's it's not the '70s where there was a label paying you to fucking stay in your rehearsal room for two months and write two albums, you right? Know? Like yeah, we've yeah. all got other things going on. Mm-hmm. We've all have, like we gotta like survive, and we're if we're not touring, it's like I'm in here recording. Jeff's managing other bands. Dusty's working on his drum shit, whatever mm-hmm. it is. You know, it's like. I wish it could be just this and just be able to focus on that one thing and nothing else, Yeah. but it's just not the reality of it. So with that comes, you know, it's takes longer to fucking write shit, you know, and then we're so meticulous about what we're writing and we just, you know, we can just sit there and write the same old song all the time. Just be like, all right, well, this is what we are. So let's just stick with that formula. And like, that's easy. I feel like we're, we all know that, you know, we're at a level of like, musicianship or whatever that we can fuck around and try new shit and break mm-hmm. some molds and i mean it's you know we're not rush or fucking you know zappa yeah. are gonna reinvent the wheel but at least yeah. mix some shit up you know and and try some shit because we can you know
0: yeah do a fucking so, dina- dude, let's let's do a kisco album man you know that's what that's what i'm waiting for hey, where's man, the listen, fucking night got- kisco record dude <laughs>
1: Well, there's a. Uh, we're gonna do a cover of uh, the Bee Gees. Um... No, was it a uh, uh, Night Fever? Oh, Night Demon, Night Demon, Night <laughs> Demon. <laughs> yeah, somebody... So funny story. I don't know if you've seen. Like, somebody took our faces and put them on the on the Bee Gees, like for that cover for that single. Oh, because really? uh, a few years ago we did a tour with fucking Crowbar, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Those guys are amazing. Yeah, fucking Southern boys, man, Louisiana. Fucking yep. Kirk. Is yeah, like, Kurt's a oh, fucking bad good. motherfucker. Y'all's, man. y'all's, y'all's my favorite band, man. I'll tell you what, you know, fucking. But he's started you get a nod from one of those Cobar, guys in that band like started you're singing that we were on tour with them. Yeah. You know, dude. No, he definitely hooked us up, man. He he's wore wore our shirts and like some interviews, like magazine things. You know, they're That's they're down, man. But yeah, one of those guys started singing that for fun, the, the Night Demon thing over that Night Fever song, and it just stuck. So we would like listen to that shit backstage before we yeah. go on, like get that's pumped awesome. up, you know? Yeah. Whatever it takes, man. You know?
0: That's, that's right. Ra- I mean, so um, it's always um, funny, but, too, because uh, we've had um, like a ridiculous plethora. Go ahead, bring
1: it on. What do you got?
0: Um, hello? Oh, you there? Son of a bitch. Can you hear me, bud?
1: Our connection got it. Oh, it did? Yeah.
0: We back? All right. I think we're back. I'm back.
1: Okay. Yeah, we're good.
0: You know, I, I was gonna ask, like, what are your like what have become Night Demon's pre-show rituals? You know what I mean? Like, we always had like weird entrance music. Like for a long time, the wrath would come out to MIA. You know what I mean? Because it was like a really good song yeah. that we just all love. Like, what are, what are night, some of Night Demons, like, Like cooler, like, funner, like, uh, pre-show rituals that you guys do?
1: Well, yeah, dancing around to the Bee Gees is always a good one, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just jumping around. That beat gets you going, you know. You know, get down, do some push-ups, mm-hmm. run around, you know, get some sweat going. Um, you know, maybe have a beer or something. I don't know. It's not as crazy as it used to be with our drinking, you know, because it just gets sloppy, but that was some fun <laughs> yes. days. But yeah. You can't do that forever. Um, now I don't know. We had one of the tours that we did where we actually brought a sound guy with us. Uh, we had a thing where we had a, a playlist where he would play at a certain time, like 20 minutes before our set time, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of cool because we had like, I think the last song on there was Oxnard. Was Oxnard, you know. So nice. we kind of get us pumped up and people in the crowd, no matter where we were in the world, that are hearing it you over know, Pete's Oxnard, you know, I mean, Foley, most, most people didn't know what that was, you know? And, and then, you know, we would have our own thing backstage. I mean, we always have some sort of intro music, um, but like sometimes there'd be a certain song. Uh, there's a band called demon. I don't know if you ever heard of them, mm-hmm. but they have a song called night of the demon. All right. And, Jarvis claims he didn't know anything about this band before he started the band, but okay. it's too—the coincidence is crazy, man. It's <laughs> yeah, Demon. Exactly. The song is "Night of the Demon," and in the in the verses, in one of the verses, he says "A Curse of the Damned," which is the title of yeah. Night Demon's first full-length record. Yeah. So that's always a good. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's
0: never heard of it. Honestly. You can
1: argue. Yeah. No, I don't. You know, hey man, you right. know, some things Jarvis- sleep alone.
0: He's an interesting beast. I love. I fucking love, love him. Love man. He's yeah, yeah. There's no one like that. I mean, you know, there's just no one like him. You know, no. he's, he's crazy. So, how has the podcast thing been? I mean, have you guys like seen good response? Or, I mean, is it you and him on yeah. it every every week? Or is Dusty on it as well? Or what's no, the deal? Dude,
1: we yeah. So no, no, no. There's a guy that that you got to check it out, man. Yeah. So there was this guy from uh, Canada. Actually Newfoundland, which is like the most furthest like yeah. part of Canada. Um, oh, yeah. Believe me, I watch I watch and a he, lot
0: of Alaskan shows.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you know what's yeah,
0: up. so I, I always see shit like anyway. So
1: this No, this guy had an Iron Maiden podcast thing and it was him and another guy and they would just do everything made and they would deep, you know, get into their songs, like break everything down, you know, for <clears> throat> like throat> really really in-depth shit. And he's been doing it for a few years, and like Jarvis has been on it a couple times and made friends with the guys. And and so that thing kind of came to an end. And he, this guy Chris, pitched the idea. He's like, Hey, what do you think about doing a night doing podcast? And at first we're like, uh, yeah, I guess. Like, yeah. what do you want to do? You know? Yeah. But no, dude, he's like, so there's a curator, which is awesome. Oh so good. he hits okay. us every week. Yeah. He comes up, I mean, we've all kind of brainstormed ideas. I mean, obviously, at some point, every single song will be broken down yeah, on this right? you know, right. per episode. But, so as far as right now, you know, he'll like hit us with questions, and then depending on what it's about, we'll also bring in other people. Like, there was a whole episode about, like, the the thing with the Scorpions, with Lee John roth you know, in yeah. trance. How did that come about? That's so, insane, there was us, dude. plus we got... Yeah everybody that was involved in making that happen also, you know, was on it. Basically we just send him questions and like, Hey man, record it on your phone. And then Chris will narrate it and edit it together and have, cool. you know, uh, there's tracks, you know, when we, when he talks about like uh, our own songs, it gets in. there's like demos that, you know, no one's heard. He'll break mm-hmm. down. We give him the fucking individual tracks. He'll like talk about, Oh, check out this guitar part here. You know, play that thing by itself and then that ties in to the subscriber thing because mm. then it's like if you want to hear the full demo mm. become a subscriber and you get all this fucking content yeah that yeah. you know you can't get anywhere else you know original mm. demos like fucking you know whatever you know i mean it's crazy because every week we do a new one so we're yeah. working on this shit and he- it's a lot of
0: work dude i mean you know it, it's a lot it of fucking work you know that i do I, you know I do. I, obviously, Shimer couldn't be here today. He had. He had. To, I think he had to yeah. pick up his kids from the airport. But, um, you know, it That's it cool. is a lot of fucking work, especially like with something so centered like that. Like I, I also see like a lot of those true crime podcasts where it's like research upon research upon research. You know, it's yeah. it's rad that there's someone that has a real passion, like for that. Yeah, that helps you guys. Well, he out, you know a, What I
1: mean, he became a fan of the band He's, because somebody had sent him. We have a song. Um, it's called Maiden Hell, spelled like Ma- Iron Maiden, you know, Maiden Hell. And all the lyrics are fucking song titles. It's like a maiden, like tribute yeah. song, but all the lyrics are song titles. So he stitched together all these fucking song titles and made a story out of it. And nice, so dude. somebody sent that to this guy and he just loved it. And that's how he found out about Night Team and then he just became a fan. So it's cool because, like, we don't really have to feed him much. Like, he digs into it, you know?
0: Well, that's like, good we'll too because. Like if someone were to approach me about a podcast about something I've done, I immediately th- would think like this could be a punishing, fucking. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, do I want to get punished for eight hours a fucking week? You know about something I'm no, doing? Like, yeah. you know, which it could go so south. So, and you guys, I mean, metal fans are the greatest fans on earth. I mean, much more dedicated than yeah. me and me and uh, John C argue about this shit all the time. I'm like metal fans are a thousand times better because they're dedicated not only that, they have fucking jobs and they buy shit yeah.
1: you
0: know what I mean yeah. like yeah. but totally, but they will punish you on a level that is unfucking real sometimes, you know what I mean like and I know you guys have done like gone and done private shows for people and shit like that, you know, which and I'm sure they were fine, yeah. but holy shit man, like i couldn't I couldn't imagine. I my you know my threshold for like bullshit is like about this big you know, yeah. and I yeah. could, I just could, yeah I'd, I'd be like fucking dying you know like, but they can punish the shit out of you you know.
1: Oh, they do, and yeah. you know we're nice guys, so we so we deal with it and it's fine. You, you know? You guys are heroes. It's better I than mean... <laughs> sitting on your couch and trying to figure out what to do with your life. So I'd rather do that. That's okay. That's yeah. the if that's the fucking the the side effect from like being able to fucking live your dreams and play music, then right. that's cool. I'm good. You know, yeah. I'll take and that. And you
0: always, you've always kept so, like, you've always had the same mentality, like no matter what, from the days of being in Rick's fucking little practice space, you know what I mean? Fuck, like yeah, I mean. you've always kept that same energy, dude, which is really nice. Cause you know, there's a lot of people let that shit go to their heads, dude. You know what I mean? And yeah, you know, it's, it's just, it can get really bad, but it, I'm, I'm so appreciative that you've always kept the same level of respect. And, you know, I mean, I, I, if you're like me, you know, I know you believe like high tides raise all ships. The better you do in Night Demon and Ventura, the better everyone does in Ventura. You know what I mean? Like,
1: well, yeah, that's the know. thing, you know, and we we definitely claim it everywhere we go, man, every night. Ventura, the night team from Ventura, California, you know, mm-hmm. and then people always ask us, well, where is that? You know, like, oh, by the way, mm-hmm. why don't you come to our festival and like, come check right. it out? you know that we fucking bring tourism into this downtown too and like yeah you know, it's great like man. that I mean,
0: but yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's crazy. so i i wanted to ask like has there has there been anything like that's happened on tour where you really thought like how much do i want to do this you know what i mean like i'm sure that we've all had those moments <laughs> you know what i mean but like like give me like one like a couple moments where you're like dude i this is just this is too much and then i'd love to hear like you know, some of your tops. I mean, because playing with, you know, fucking uh, John, right?
1: Uh, uh, uh John Roth, yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, Jesus Christ, John Roth, dude.
1: yeah.
0: Holy John Roth is, like, nuts, dude. Like, so, like, yeah. give me – show me – I want to hear some of the dichotomy, like, times that you've seen, but you're like, no, dude. Fuck. No.
1: I mean, honestly, with the Night Demon thing, I kind of came into it when it they've already kind of did those – they did the rough yeah. shit, you know, before mm-hmm. I joined the band and, and I had yeah. done that shit with other bands too. Oh yeah. Know? No. Like talk to the Glass and Ashes boys and a few of that then when I did that shit with them. It was yeah. Like fucking crazy. We'd stayed in some really fucking sketchy ass squats in Europe and shit where it's like, mm-hmm. Am I sleeping in bed bugs? Am I is that my tripping out or shit crawling on me? Like, what is this slop I'm getting fed? It's like prison food, you know, like big thing just like plop, plop down, Slop, glog
0: day. like fucking gulag or whatever yeah
1: the yeah, yeah goo, the, the yeah. groll, you goo, know the yeah yeah
0: yeah i mean you know I mean, and I, so obviously bad. me and you are one of the rare people that's actually toured with the glass and ashes you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> yeah right i don't know if it's just them or what but i mean we watched them implode on each other but you know when the rat did that tour and that was nuts oh yeah (laughs) like what (laughs) the fuck you know because we were so high like you know i think we're still a three-piece at the time right and you know we went on the tour with them and it was like we were all we're fucking stoners dude and we're having a great time and they had obviously had a lot of inner turmoil before this had ever come you know and like I was like, man, I learned a lot of like what not to do, what I don't want to do on tour. You know what I mean, or don't, yeah. what I don't want to do to be in a band. And I'm not saying anything bad about the people, nothing. You know what I no. mean? Like the band is incredible. No. Fucking still one of the most talented bands to ever come out of Ventura. But you know, I just with on being Definitely. on that shit and watching that shit implode. Like watching a band implode on tour was nuts, dude. Like it really, <laughs> yeah. it was a huge learning curve for me. You know?
1: Yeah what not to do right (laughs) um fuck man it's hard to rack my brain about this shit because i'm i don't have the best memory when it comes to this shit but certain things there was a good moment and i and i it didn't make me like question why i'm doing this but it was definitely one of those fuck i think this is the end right now (laughs) was basically we played this uh this is when we toured with um the german band except the metal band oh yeah and um we did one show we were in scandinavia and we we're in sweden and there was a show on this we were taking this ferry because we were supposed to go to finland and we were gonna play on this ferry it was like a rock and roll fucking cruise ship from sweden to finland you know nice. it's like an overnight thing it's like 1500 drunk swedish people on this thing you know the show is great and all that you know but like we had to get off the ferry at like I don't know, four in the morning because that thing just turns around and goes back to Sweden. And then we were going to get another ferry. There's some Island in the middle of that sea, whatever it is that is like, you know, boats come and go to. So, but we had to get off of that thing like four in the morning and then get on this other ferry. Well, you know, we're fucking, everybody's hammered on this thing. Like we don't know how to find the van, like get down underneath into the, I don't know if you've ever been on those big ferries, I Never. but like no. they're insane. Dude, tour buses semi trucks are on this thing like inside that's how big they are you know crazy like a
0: cruise ship or
1: something so we're all trying to yeah Yeah. so luckily we ran into some of the crew from the other band we're like okay here you guys are do you know how the fuck do we get back to the band you know it's like a run at a time and we're like okay yeah follow us and all the meanwhile like our tour manager is nowhere to be found and he's the guy that's supposed to be looking after us and make sure we get where we're going and you know know where the fuck we are and no one can find him. So we're in the bowels of this thing in our little van. And the, you know, the the doors are going down, you know, we're supposed to drive off. And the crew is like, you got to go now. Because it's like, you know, everything's on a tight schedule. And
0: they're we're trying like, to offload a thousand, thousand cars,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then turn back around and go back to Sweden. And we're like, where the fuck is this guy? And then finally, someone got a hold of him and showed up. Jarvis starts screaming at him, you know, because we're paying this guy, you know, on top of it. We don't have the money to pay anybody at this point, and this guy's, like, making us almost miss this thing. So then what we have to do, it's four in the morning, this island is frozen. It's, like, in the middle of the Baltic Sea or some shit. And we had to wait till, like, 10 a.m. for the next ferry. So there's no hotels or anything to get off, so we had to sit in our van and fucking wait till 10 a.m. while Fucking accept is parked behind us in their bus with the heaters on and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, like our crew guys are fucking yelling at each other, like getting in fist fights. Dustin and Jarvis fucking get into it because when somebody called somebody a pussy and they're like in the van and I'm grabbing both of them and dustin like smashes a fucking sandwich on jarvis's head and the other guys are like outside in the snow like literally like going at it dude and i'm just sitting there i'm the only guy that didn't have a problem with anybody you know i'm just like what the fuck is going on and i'm screaming at everybody like what the fuck are you guys doing you know And and then eventually you know the tears come i'm sorry man yeah and then everybody fucking passes out of this thing like you know, it's yeah, like ice fighting. on the windshield. Yeah. Because we can't run the van all night long, and I think there's a picture. Of those, one of the guys in the other band came out and took a picture of us all, once looking passed out so and they're frozen to death. You know,
0: dude, I would have paid. That was a so, pretty good one. I would have paid so much money <laughs> to see, except in their bus, like. Looking at yeah, you guys all fighting each at... <laughs> other. Yeah. Oh fuck! It was
1: crazy. Like That's everybody awesome. was fighting each other in yeah. the van and in the crew. It was fucked That's up. amazing, man. And, me- and meanwhile, they're wearing like because you know we're like fuck yeah we made like you know like bomber jackets with the logo on it like mm-hmm. crew you know yeah. it was like fuck yeah dude we got the uniforms and. So these guys are all in their gear, like, fucking going at it and shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Night Demon throwing blows on each other all day. You know what's really uh, hard to do? 4 it's 4 fight in a, a parka. A... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in their van. like, you know, Yeah. yeah. So good, man. Negative 20 degrees outside. Oh, my God.
0: I went on that's a tour with – um, I went on a tour as a roadie with uh, Jackass, right, one time. And we got thrown oh, out yeah, of, right. uh, we got thrown out of the hotel room in Edmonton, Canada at like three in the morning, right?
1: Yeah. And
0: that that tour ended as much like a VH1 fucking where are they now as any tour could have ended, right? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like it was insane from the start. Yeah. But I remember us like in Canada driving from Edmonton to Calgary or something. I want to say it was that. It's like a 14-hour fucking drive, right? And yeah. it's negative yeah. fucking 10. And I'm in a sleeping oh, yeah. bag. I'm in a sleeping bag, full clothes, and I'm driving. You know, because the heater's just not keeping <laughs> up, dude. Wow. And I remember going like, fuck this. You know what I mean? Like, this is bullshit, yeah. man. Like, I'm not yeah. getting paid for one. I'm just, I just went for the ride. You know what I mean? To help. Yeah,
1: someone. yeah, sure. I
0: wasn't playing. I wasn't doing shit. And I'm like, this is bullshit. Being cold and miserable is probably the worst, oh. you know?
1: I remember the first, the first tour I ever went on with my band, my high school band of whereabouts. This was like, I don't know. We were probably like 18 or 19. And, uh, my dad had a, one of those cargo bands, you know, it was just empty. There's nothing in it, you know? So I convinced him to let us take this thing. And it was just a little thing up the coast. And like, you know, we played like Santa Cruz and, you know, Sacramento or something went up to Portland, I think was the farthest we went. And, uh, you know, so we're in this thing. It's fucking so. There's no insulation in there, man. It's a tin can. You know, the heater yeah. only works in the front. We threw a couch in the back. You know, had our gear in there. There's no seeds and shit. Remember so sleeping dangerous. on the, the bass players like that? Oh my god, dude! On know. the eight x ten. Waking up, and it was snowing outside, and we were in Weed, California. And I thought that was the coolest fucking thing ever. You know, because yeah. you didn't know back then there's actually a place called Weed, California, and it snowed there. You're in California? Yeah. It's cold as fuck. I mean, it's tin can, you know, but it was still awesome.
0: Yeah, that, that's when, like, yeah. back then, you could be excited for the adventure and the story, you know what I mean? But tour number
1: 150,
0: yeah. you're like, okay, man, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah, brutal.
1: earn something a little bit better than this, but, yeah. You know. you, so, you hey, listen, great. I love touring. It's, it's great, but uh, at this point, I'm pretty cool right now. I'm fine. Being home has been really good, you yeah. know. Even though now, like we got it pretty good, you know. When we go out there, yeah, there are hotels mostly every night and stuff, yeah. and and it's chill, and we have a van and everything. But you know, the drives are still long, you know. And like, you, so if you have a hotel, so what? You get there like what at fucking one in the morning after the show, and All sometimes right. you got to leave at six or something, <clears throat> yeah. and it's like you just yeah. go there to shower and shit the fuck out the next day it's not like yeah. all this grander shit going on you know
0: yeah that's what people so, don't realize you know and what when I you're mean? doing it's, that it's it's drive for fucking 12 hours to play you know you're at a venue all fucking day long or even evening you play for your hour your hour and a half you pack it up and you're fucking back on you know what i mean it's like people don't know that like It's like, oh, yeah, you guys get to party. It's like, yeah, we partied for three hours, like, and then it was a 16-hour drive to the next show, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, and it's, you know, it's got to be nice for you to be home and, like, really get to group your head together again, you know, like.
1: Yeah, and it's good, man. You know, like, we've hit it pretty hard for the last three years, and we've never taken this long of a break, you know, so. Whether I think you said so. it. I think you.
0: I think you said it right. Like, I think you're right. Like a lot. We all needed this break. The music industry needed this break to really kind of, you know, regroup. And I think you're right. Like when this shit comes back, it's going to be fire, dude. I mean, if you can get through the fucking sea of people that are trying to do it at the same time, you know what I mean? Um, well, it's gonna be but, but here's nuts. the
1: thing, too. It's like, how many people are going to last through this? How many bands are going to make it through this shit? Mm -hmm. And then it's, then the other thing, it's going to probably thin the herd a little bit, which Mm -hmm. is going to be good for the ones that do survive it. Mm -hmm. And fuck, it's going to be like, like born again, man, you know? So I'm, I'm excited about that. So that'll be cool. Do do you have any good, uh, do you have any
0: recording project? I mean, I know you've been very busy recording and shit, but you got any, like, obviously you've recorded the majority of my bands, obviously, but and and how many, like, how many records have you actually recorded? Have you counted like, like, or as far as, like, Fuck, like projects and stuff?
1: Fuck. I mean, I would have to say it's probably, I mean, if you want to really go for the beginning, I'd say it's probably close to a thousand. That's
0: crazy, dude. Because <laughs> you've mean, never, you've always been recording bands. I mean, as long as I've known you, you know, it's, it's insane, man. You know, we, we.
1: I moved into Rick Hunter's place in 99 and we shared Roger, you know, mm-hmm. he was in No Motive at the time and We got the room right next to them, and there was a little window. I don't know if you've been upstairs in the back corner. Yeah. It's kind of like a little setup like it is downstairs. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, immediately, right away, like, we started recording there because I had his brother let us use his 8-track reel-to-reel machine Mm -hmm. before I bought my own, you know? And so, dude, I mean, you're talking, okay, so that's 99. That's 20 years, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, dude. 20 years is insane. Oh, yeah,
1: you know, 20 yeah. or 30 bands a year. Yeah, maybe 600, I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's got it's way up there, I'm sure. I mean, it's it's, cra- it's crazy. I mean, man. I've got
1: the you know, the wall of fame up yeah. here. There's 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 15. 15, 15. There's like 30 <laughs> records on the wall, right. and I have five more to put up. And those mm-hmm. are just bands that have put vinyl out or like released right. actually put it out physically, yeah. you know. Then what about all the CDs and just the digital shit so it's countless i mean i have probably 10 hard drives full of shit that i i have pretty much everything from like the early 2000s stored away somewhere so wow you know and plus i have two bins full of tapes you know i was thinking like man because i have a setup now where i can i'm starting to do transfers for people and like mm-hmm. people are sending me their old tapes and i'm you know transferring to digital and like I thought about the aux stuff I'm, I'm pretty sure that tape is floating around
0: i'd love yeah and, if you find yeah. it let me know man one of these
1: days just yeah. be cool it's like hey here are the actual tracks yeah. i know i had to i whatever. know i
0: had to finish the vocals i should fucking come in and finish them and then fucking oh <laughs> i mean <laughs> right. who gives a shit release it you know what why I mean? not Why Fuck not, it, man? you know who cares why you know um dude it's yeah. fucking i mean it's so awesome to catch up with you man i mean i'll, I'll see you on the next one we got a bunch yeah. of new new batch Definitely. of shit you know we'll be I'll be uh, sending your way here soon. But, Good. Um, for Good. Uh, Good. please Good. plug anything that you want to plug before we get out of here.
1: Yeah, check out um, the the podcast, man. Night team night team and heavy metal podcast. It's on all the formats. Whatever, just type it in Google and it'll pop up. It's a weekly fucking show. Like, I mean, for example, like we literally just finished. There was a six part series on our live record six fucking episodes you know went into everything the beginning how it got there the gear we talked to the people that mixed like every fucking little thing Mm -hmm. and it's it's really cool we just this weekend we have a halloween special that's gonna drop it's like two hours of us just talking about horror movies and the you know all the imagery with the band and whatever you know yeah it's fun stuff it's really cool and so that's kind of where we are giving people new stuff um yeah, we'll have probably a new record at the beginning of the year. This is the plan. Um, and then just studio, man. So, everybody that's fucking recording or writing music, come in and fucking record. That's right. I'm ready. Captain's I'm ready. Quarters. I'm here. Captain's Quarters.
0: Yep. Yeah, man. Well, fuck, dude. It's a pleasure to catch up with you. And, you know, I'll, yeah, dude. I'll, I'll stop by and say hi.
1: And uh, For sure. Thanks, brother.
0: Love you, brother. And for those of you who uh, give a shit, you know, check out the uh, Get Heavy Patreon. Uh, $1 a month gets you uh, early access and uh, bonus footage. Uh, there's a uh, higher tiers that get you discounts on merch. Check out the masks and the t-shirts that are coming out. Masks are ready. T-shirts are just lagging, dude. So uh, yes, hit us up well. there. Uh, get heavy podcast, big cartel. And um, that's it. That's it. So, ho- hey, hopefully this. So this will come out right after the election. Assuming uh, there's a yes. world still, right? so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if this never surfaces, it's because the word fell apart. The world <laughs> blew up. Finally, <laughs> totally. so you know what, and
1: I'm ok, and I'm okay with that too, man. Right at this you know, point, yeah. I've done pretty much everything I wanted yeah. to do, kind of, you know. Yeah. So I mean, I'm good.
0: Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's nice fucked. knowing you
1: guys. Uh, <laughs> to Trump 2020. There. I don't know. What do you
0: want me to Ye-hoo! say? <laughs> Piece of shit. God damn that Fuck guy. Fuck them all 2020. How about that? Anyway. I like that one better. Fuck them all 2020.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, man. We'll talk to you.
1: Cool, brother. See right. ya.